Hello, I'm Dr. Rajesh Krishnan. In this podcast, we will be looking at the topic of glycemic variability and time and range target achievement with OADs, as in oral anti-diabetic drugs. So uh, going into the subject, glycemic variability, as you know, is a term that is recently coined by the variability in the glycemic levels, as in the blood sugar levels. So both the highs and the lows and the time and target range. So as in, as you know, the target range that we will expect our patients to be is within 100 to 150 to call it as an ideal target. So the amount of time spent by, in the, by the patient's blood glucose levels within that target of 100 to 150 is what is called time and range concept. So that is also a very novel concept, uh, which was evolved in the past uh, five years, I would say, uh, due to the 24 hours glucose monitoring systems available in the market. So these 24 hours glucose monitoring systems have given rise to these two subjects called glycemic variability and time and range uh, concepts. So glycemic variability, as you know, is the first uh, topic which I will be looking into, which is part of the topic as in the first aspect. So glycemic variability is a concept that is widely known by uh, practicing clinicians and also theoretical consultants. But when it comes to patients, this glycemic variability uh, can be easily achieved or also very difficult to achieve at the same time, depending on the patient's current status, as in if the patient is going in for a surgery or if this is a geriatric patient facing multiple other uh, issues like uh, if the geriatric patients are on steroids or if they are on uh, antihypertensives which are known to increase the blood sugar levels or if they are on anti they are on diuretics which can increase the blood sugar levels so these drugs and their uh, sedentary life and also due to their aging and the lack of uh, adequate protein in their diet and also very simple meals since they will not be having uh, enough uh, like, you know, mastication ability, as in like, they may not have teeth, they might be using dentures, so they'll prefer liquid food over solid food. So all of these factors contribute to glycemic variability. So glycemic variability, as you know, uh, if the variability is too high, that is even the highs and the lows. So the patient should not experience hypoglycemia as, as in comparison with the hyperglycemia as well. So the blood sugar levels should remain neutral which is what we call time and range. So time and range, as I've previously said, is the target of 100 to 150. The time the patient's blood glucose level spends uh, remaining in that range, that is what is called time and range. So glycemic variability, if the fluctuation is too much, if the variability is too much, it is going to have adverse uh, outcomes for the patients in the future, as in the impact on their uh, microvascular and macrovascular complications. As you know, the microvascular complications are retinopathy, nephropathy, and neuropathy, and macrovascular com complications are your stroke, myocardial infarction, and so on. So these complications, as in the morbidity and mortality, significantly increases if the glycemic variability is high, be it high as in being hyperglycemia or hypoglycemia, both if there are too many spikes uh, in the continuous glucose monitoring aspect where glycemic variability is uh, erratic uh, then the patient's mortality and morbidity are markedly increased which is going to also lead to sudden death uh, which is quite common in diabetes so time and range concept which is linked to glycemic variability as long as the patient is able to achieve an adequate time and range of uh, that is good glucose range the significant reduction in morbidity and mortality and in the complications are also observed in several studies, 
all around the world. So uh, these studies show that as long as the patient's blood glucose levels is under control and the time and range uh, target has achieved by either oral antidiabetic drugs or insulin, it still has a very beneficial effect in the long term. So in the longevity of the patient increases, as in the patient's um, morbidity and mortality decreases, and the risk for sudden death also decreases. So uh, our concept, our uh, aim should be uh, taking this concept and achieving this time and range in most of our patients. So coming to the second aspect of the podcast today is the time and range concept and how to achieve that with oral antidiabetic drugs. So as you know, there are several antidiabetic drugs which uh, aim to uh, achieve the time and range uh, target. But as you know, the newer molecules as in the SGLT2 inhibitors and DPP-4 inhibitors and also their fixed dose combination actually is one of the molecules that can work with the glucose dependent action of your uh, patients. So as in the STLT2 inhibitors, as you know, uh, reduces the renal threshold and it brings it down to almost 140 milligrams. So which is within the time and range of our patients. So only when the blood glucose level starts rising above 140, SGLT2 inhibitors try to pump out the extra glucose in the urine thereby controlling the blood glucose levels and keeping them under 140. Uh, the same way, DPP-4 inhibitors, they are uh, insulin-dependent secretogogues. So once they into the beta cells and uh, they start uh, working, only if the blood glucose levels increase more than 120, do they stimulate insulin release. So when the patient's blood glucose levels go below 100, DPP-4 inhibitors can't cause hypoglycemia. So in that way, Hypoglycemia is also prevented and hyperglycemia is also prevented both by this combination of molecules. So these two oral antidiabetic drugs as in STLT2 inhibitors and DPP-4 inhibitors can achieve the time and range concept due to their mechanism of action and also their 24-hour action. So as we expect for our patients for the 24-hour uh, blood glucose control, these two molecules help in achieving that. And there are several other oral antidiabetic drugs as well, which can work in tandem with these molecules in helping the blood glucose levels staying in uh, under control. As in a combination of metformin along with this molecule can work, a combination of voglibose uh, or alpha glucosidase inhibitors can work, and also a combination of uh, even uh, insulin sensitizers like pioglutazone can work. So a, a third molecule is definitely going to help in achieving time and range concept. And also the glycemic variability is also going to be decreased. So the patient's uh, mortality and morbidity is going to come down and uh, keeping the patient's uh, blood glucose levels under uh, within the time and range is definitely going to cause a, a better improvement in their future longevity and also their current uh, morbidity and mortality risk. I would like to thank uh, everyone who has been listening to this podcast. Thank you so much.